Welcome back to another episode of From the Rafters Podcast. Your host, Connor Mahoney, Jake Lane, and Ben Bailey. Episodes release every Wednesday at 11 Eastern Time and are available on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters. Welcome back to another episode of the From the Rafters podcast, episode 9. We've done 9 episodes now. How are you guys feeling today? I'm ben feeling and Jake. Jake's feeling good. I feel really good. Uh, I felt not. Yeah, it's a good day. It's a process, trust the process. Yeah, I feel good. It's it's nice to be back in the From the Rafters room, you know. Getting, yeah. getting back into it. Back from the dead, Ben Bailey. Yeah, barely alive. Barely alive. It's all right. We've got Ben back, and we're happy. Let's get. We're happy to be back. Episode nine. Yeah. A lot of NFL news has happened in the last few days, but Jake, do you want to start us off with uh, the Bears and the Cowboys game? Your thoughts? Uh, yeah. What? Forty-nine to twenty-nine was the final score. Um, the defense didn't play like even half as good as they played against New England. I wasn't very happy with their. Performance, but apparently the front office wasn't either. We'll get into that after we talk about the game itself. Defense didn't play very good, but the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, I've been saying all this whole, all episode, all nine episodes now that he's legit and he showed America's team that he's legit. And I think he put everyone on notice, and I think sports media is losing their mind as far as like talk show hosts and just everyone they they know Chicago's got their guy yeah that's I mean what do you guys think I mean if you watch the game what do you think of Justin Fields I mean I didn't watch it but he got me like 25 points in fantasy so yeah good if luck. he play, if he plays well I'm happy to I gets me fantasy points because I've benched Derek Carr at this point hey that's so, fair hey he's like so I'm, I'm all for it uh him playing well he's glad like, that he got another weapon uh this hey, week we'll talk, we'll about, talk that about that later uh, I think Justin Field just showing uh, improvement and promise. The Bears have finally decided that they're going to actually pass the ball and let him get some attempts. So um, the hope is that he can keep it up. A uh, good stretch of two games for me, though. Um, good stretch of, like, four, actually. But we don't have to get into that. Four, four games of playing decent ball. But he's legit. I mean, the only um, thing is, is that the good thing about Fields is he played very bad to start. You can't deny that. He played no, very yeah, bad yeah. to start. But the good thing that you've seen uh, is he's the only second-year quarterback to continuously get better throughout the season, and I will be the first one to say that. Trevor Lawrence had a good start, but then completely have, has fallen off, and they don't look the same as they once did in Jacksonville. But uh, Chicago has slowly gotten better and better. So uh, I think I think the potential's there, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how how much better he can get this year. All I know is Chicago is excited to have a quarterback finally. Um, you want to talk about the Eagles game? Yeah, I mean, uh, going into the game, uh, I was excited. I had the bye week last week, so uh, felt like something was missing from the weekend. But it was nice to have that little break, not have to sit there because I mean it's the type of thing like I talked with Jake about that a lot of time is kind of antsy before your game your team plays a little excited a little nerves going a bit didn't have that last weekend had a little bit going into the Pittsburgh game but not 
much compared to what I've had other games. Pretty confident in the team right now. Uh, made a trade acquisition that we'll talk about later. Uh, Hurts throwing four touchdown passes. Uh, showing improvements every single game, in my opinion, as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's what you expected from the Eagles and continuing to play well. And, yeah, there's nothing else to it right now for me. Nothing else to it. Yeah, the Eagles are a good team, and the Steelers are not a good team, and they're in a rebuild. It seems like they're going to get started on that earlier than the end of the season based off what they did today. Eh, so-so. They did some stuff that I was like, I don't know why you do that in a rebuild, but yeah, um, Ben, talk to me about the Colts game. Oh, buddy, was this? Oh, a- buddy. Um, uh, I didn't get to watch the first half. I was out of the house, but um, uh, the second half where I watched, the Colts started doing well, and they started letting uh, Sam Ellinger actually have his chance at quarterback, which. I thought he showed out to be very like a uh, reliable quarterback, and and just his first week starting for him, uh, and then out of nowhere, Frank Reich and Marcus Brady decided to go into the most conservative offense I've ever seen with a quarterback that's been doing well, and trying to throw three yard passes on third and fifteen and stuff like that, and that's honestly what lost the game for the Colts. Um, Terrible play calling by the offense uh, late in the game. When you could when you could seal the game, they didn't want to. It was almost like, oh, we'll leave it up to the defense, who's been playing really well the entire game. And then, honestly, see, I don't know if the defense was just drained, and that's why they gave up that entire drive. But uh, as we were watching the game, me and my family, they got back in the backfield about. 10 times on that last drive and uh, they could not bring down Taylor Heineke and for how much they are paying Yannick Ngakwe, DeForest Buckner Grover Stewart it's kind of sad to see that happen and then the rest of the defense I know you played a great game but you have to lock up and finish it off and like after the game Kenny Moore saying oh I don't uh, it's all one sided love here I love Indy the Indy doesn't love me back. I think that's one of the saddest things that you could possibly say. You're trying to get, uh, you're trying to plead like, um, it was it. It's all the fans' fault. But if you think about it, this team was a Super Bowl contender going into the season, and now they've played like crap in the first. Uh, what week are we in? Eight. Yeah, so eight weeks, and you've played like crap. So, and you've played a very easy schedule, and now you have a very tough schedule, and that's going to be kicked off with the Eagles game in Week 10. So, I don't know. I just think uh, there's there's some changes that need to happen in the Colts organization, which we did see today, but we'll talk about that one later. Uh, ben, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, what is, like, a good outcome for this season now? Where we are right now, what is, like, what is good? See, uh, we're we're gonna talk about the trade deadline coming up. If they were sellers, which they weren't, I would have said a good season would be tanking and getting a good pick. But now that they didn't get rid of anyone, you have to fight for, you have to fight for a wild card spot because you kept half the team. Yeah. You've kept everyone that actually plays, except for one, who's your backup running back. So I don't know. 
you're playing Frank Reich's job is on the line if they do not make a wild card. I'm sorry. People I've been seeing people that are like, "Oh, it's not Frank's fault. It's the players' fault." Who's the one calling plays? Who's the one preparing the players? It's Frank Reich. You can't you can't say it's not the coach's fault for the players playing bad because it is. That is completely the coach's fault. I think that's one of the dumbest excuses that you could have. So, honestly, I think um, if Frank Reich wants to keep his job as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, they have to make a play, uh, playoff spot, either that being wild card or somehow miraculously winning the division, which will probably not happen. But Titans are a quiet 5-2. and two. Very quiet 5-2. and two. They should be... Um, three and four and the Colts should have beat them both times yeah. but you know sad I think, play I think the Titans are have a quiet above 500 record every single year they always uh, do and then they get destroyed. last year last year they were quietly, quietly the number, one, number seed, one seed and they got they were, beat. I mean they're pretty good though I mean I mean I was the last couple of years like of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill they've been pretty one of the better teams in the AFC um the Packers played the Bills on Sunday Night Football the Bills should have ran away with that game Early, and they didn't. Just or uh, Josh Allen started doing uh, not smart things, and was giving the Packers opportunities to stay in the game. And just with the resources the Packers have, they're not gonna. They can't stay in the game. Like they just can't. They don't have enough to be in that game. Um, Green Bay's crumbling. Here we are again talking about the crumble of Green Bay, and they're just it's bad. There, they didn't make any moves today in the trade deadline. It's kind of comical that they didn't. Um, and the Bills are the Bills are pretty good. The Bills are pretty good. They've got a quarterback. They've got everything. And they made a move today that you know really sh- kind of almost completes a puzzle. There, I mean, it's kind of it's almost like what they were missing. And I don't know what else, where else across the board they missed were lacking besides what they got. So they're set. But like I said, that was probably one of their worst one of their worst games. They should have ran that's a bad Green Bay team. They should have ran away with that one like they've ran away with a couple of these games. And they didn't. They let Green Bay stay in it. So yeah, that's all I've got on that one. Um, any other games you guys want to talk about? Um Carolina and Atlanta. Oh my goodness. Came to, came down to the wire. Uh it was going back and forth. I was keeping up on the score. It was going back and forth between the two. I mean, this is not an important game. Both of them are fighting for a top pick in the draft. Atlanta's number one in their division. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Atlanta's that is true. number one right now. Which I don't think will stay up. But, yeah, I don't think so. You either. know, but, who knows? This this year has been very weird. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, DJ Moore scored the game tying touchdown with wasn't it like six or seven seconds left? Oh, uh, it was like sixteen. Uh, I thought it was... But still, that's enough. Like, yeah, there's like, no time left on the clock. Um, and he decided to take off his helmet and uh, celebrate, which, in my opinion, is one of the dumbest rules, but he got flagged for a penalty, 15 yards. And then Eddie Pinero, their kicker, ended up missing the game-winning PAT. And I've been seeing a bunch of people say it's all DJ Moore's fault that they lost that game. No, it is Eddie Pinero's fault. Yeah, he, he missed a game-winning field goal in uh, the PAT. He missed, and he also missed a game-winning field goal in overtime. And the the one in overtime was actually like the PAT length. 
It was a 33 yeah. yard. So he, who says he would have made it the last one? Yeah. So uh, I mean, good win from Atlanta's uh, spot. They uh, they ended up coming back and uh, winning it when they should have. Honestly, they should have lost it. Uh, but uh, you know, good to see Kyle Pitts. He actually got involved in the offense. Actually, yeah. caught his first touchdown of the season. It was a good day for tight ends. It was Cole Komet had his first touchdown since 2020. Jeez. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, um, a former NFL ref actually said that shouldn't have been a flag. I didn't really look into it much, but it really, I mean, it really shouldn't be a flag. That I thought it's usually you take off your helmet and you throw it. That's when it's, but he just took it off. Yeah, I don't get that. I get it, like, when you're in the play. Like, I like when it's in, if you're not scoring, like, it's not. The play is, like, all play is dead after that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, so I don't, I don't agree with that. So that should be a flag. But I also think kickers should be able to nail a, what, 45-yard field goal all and day. And a 30-yard field, yeah, field goal. And a 33-yard field goal all day. Um, any game you want to talk about, Connor? I think uh, Baltimore uh, had a good game against the Bucks in Tampa. Um, I think Baltimore is a team to look at in the AFC. Uh, Tampa Bay seems to be spiraling out. Uh, continuously here, um, but I mean, good game from the Ravens. I think they're a team to continue to look at. Uh, Mark Andrews went out early in that game. Isaiah Likely had a really good uh, showing yeah, for Baltimore. So uh, next man up mentality it looks like in Baltimore. So excited to see what that team does the rest of the season after uh, this week's win. Yeah, I think Baltimore is finally playing back up to the level they should be. Finishing games early and um, keeping keeping their lead and two of their losses are yeah two of their losses they were up ten by ten in them so I mean they shouldn't be losing those games so yeah um, yeah so let's get into some news and some reaction to some stuff that happened over the last week since we've talked first off the day after. Um, recording episode 8 the Bears traded Robert Quinn to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth round pick um, my initial reaction was good I, I like Robert Quinn a lot I felt like from the day he got to Chicago even though they signed him in free agency I really felt like it was just a matter of time until he was gone I was never fully on board with that signing they paid him so much money and he did a lot for the franchise I mean he broke the sack, single sack record so that's I mean that's huge like, and he was a good guy, good, good guy, good football player. This year he has one sack. So and where the Bears are at this point, it's just like you know, no point paying him more and keeping him around. So I don't agree with shaking up the locker room so much, but I'm kind of on. I was completely on board with moving Robert Quinn, and the compensation they got is pretty fair. Yeah, I think it works out for both teams. I mean, I said in the last podcast that the Eagles don't necessarily need to do anything during the tread deadline. Uh, Robert Quinn was the only move they made, but um, I think I don't think the Eagles get worse at all with this trade at all. I mean, what you would expect, and Robert Quinn seems like he was a good locker room guy. And the only thing I didn't want the Eagles doing was potentially picking up somebody that could be a cancer in the locker room, and they didn't do that. So I got no problems with the trade, and I think it only can help us from there. Yeah, you might not get like the best. They might not get the best production out of him, but like he's a good, like I said, he's a good guy, and everybody loves. That's why he was the team captain this year. He's just a 
all-around good guy. And yeah, I don't adds, think he's going to mess up anything in that locker room. Adds depth to that D-line yeah. that can get injured pretty easily. It helps. Davis got injured in the game with a high ankle sprain, so you got you got some holes that might have to be filled as the season goes on. I mean, it's a major plus, in my opinion, for the Philadelphia Eagles side in it. Uh, I honestly didn't see Robert Quinn going to them because I didn't think they needed any help on their defensive line. Their defensive line was already very solid. Uh, aren't they like already getting the sack, sackadelphia? Sac- I've been seeing that all over the place because they get sacked like five sacks a game. But I've, got, I've gotten to the point this season that literally every aspect of the Eagles is playing well right now. So, but um, it's just another uh, player that. Uh, offensive lines have to game plan for which makes it even easier for everyone else on that defensive line which i think is a major plus for that team he may not he may not even get a sack this year but it's a person that they have to game plan for purely based off of his was it 18 sacks last year 18 and a half so uh i thought it was a great move and great move by chicago getting away from all that cap space uh, I saw something today that they have $85 million in dead cap this year, meaning that they have $85 million in players that don't even play for them anymore, uh, which I thought was very interesting, but that's purely for next year. They're going to go out in free agency. and I $155 million. Just want to put that number out there. They'll have that in salary cap. That's what they'll but, have. Uh, I just hope that they don't turn into uh, Jaguars and overpay for players uh, because then that's going to set them up for later on not being in a good position but they're set up for a future with uh, Justin Fields and in my opinion uh, Jake might not agree with me on this one but I would hope for them to start losing some games so then you could draft a guy because you did lose out on two of your defensive players Uh, you gained an offensive player but uh, losing two um, Pro Bowl uh, caliber players on your defense, and uh, I would hope that you would find that in the draft uh, coming up, especially because they got only draft compensation from the two players. Speaking of which, Roquan Smith, what do you think? What do I, I mean? What I mean. Baltimore I know, got whatever. a great player. Baltimore got a good player. The Bears lost though, all time guy. Um, I don't feel like. I mean, obviously, I'm happy going forward for the future of the where we're where the Bears are going. But like, as far as the move itself, that's a that's a really good player to just ship out. Um, it's not it's not Robert Quinn. It's not Khalil Mack. It's like it's a different level. Like it's just it's young. It's and yeah, it's good. generational almost. But it's off ball linebacker, so it's pretty easily replaceable in my opinion. I mean, the Rams signed Bobby Wagner in free agency, and he's been pretty. He's been pretty good, and he's old. I mean, he's getting older. So it's not that big of a deal in terms of, like, ability and player power. It's just, like, who he was and what he meant to the team. He was also a captain, so, like, that's that's tough. But spinning off of that, they got a 5 and a 2 for him, and they turned around and traded their 5, not, or their second-round pick, not the second round they got from Baltimore, traded for wide receiver, Chase Claypool, um, he's pretty good. I don't, I don't know how you can, yeah, he's a pretty good player. He's even with the that stacked wide receiver room in Pittsburgh, he hasn't really been bad this year. He had 11 touchdowns his rookie year. He's a he's a stud. 
and I'm happy that he's on the Bears. What do you guys think of that move today? Uh, going back on the Roquan trade, uh, kind of shocked that they just got a second and a fifth for him, especially because today we saw um, Bradley Chubb go for a first-round pick. I always thought that Roquan was good enough to get a first-round pick out of him. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think players like like look if you just look around the league like this Seattle literally let Bobby Wagner walk like if they could have got a, anything for him they would have. Um, look at what Jamal Jamal Adams got. Look at what Jalen Ramsey got. It's just off ball linebackers not that. Like I said, it's not that valuable, and you're not going to pay him twenty million a year. I think the Ravens. I mean, if, yeah, for the Ravens, if they're wanting to win now, and obviously they are. It's a good situation, but now you have now you. you have Lamar and Roquan that are gonna need re-signed, and you can only use the franchise tag on one of them. And chances are, the other one, if you franchise tag one and sign one, the one you franchise tag isn't even gonna play. Roquan won't. No, he, he held out his rookie year. He held out a little bit of this year. He's not playing on a franchise tag, and I really seriously doubt Lamar plays on a franchise tag because of who he is. So not. Just because he's so good, like not anything about him particularly, but he's just a good quarterback, and I wouldn't even expect him to. And then the Chase Claypool trade, uh, I thought it was a little bit of a reach in terms of compensation, but he is also young. Uh, there's a lot to build off. Uh, I saw. Uh, I agree with what someone said. Um, I he's this person said that he's a Justin Jefferson talent. I do not think that. I think that he's a very good wide receiver, especially because of the rookie season that he did have. But you got to think, he hasn't put up any production because he had aging Ben Roethlisberger. Then he had Mitch, who's really not that accurate. And then you had Kenny uh, Pickett, who's going to throw picks. I really like what I'm hearing from you tonight, Ben. So, some good stuff to say. Um, good stuff. I think Chase Claypool can be a big positive, especially not just for Justin Fields, but also for his own career, honestly. I mean that, but I mean Darnell Mooney because that man has been the only person that people have had to really, yeah, like game plan for in the wide receiving group. But now you have two guys, and then Nikhil Harry too. They got him back. He's now not injured anymore. No, he played last week. Scored, scored, cutty. So now you got three very young wide receivers who you could definitely build upon. Uh, So I think it'll be uh, interesting to see how well. Uh, Claypool plays, especially because went to Notre Dame, so he's back up in uh, north the northern Indiana area, right out of uh, right like oh. what thirty minutes outside of South Bend. So, uh, yeah, something like that. He likes the cold. Yeah, Chase Claypool. You've got Equinemia St. Brown. You've got Cole Komet, Sam Mustafer, Chicago Irish, Chicago Irish. Sam Mustafer. I was on Twitter today saying they could. Um, complete the puzzle if they signed Will Fuller. I don't know what that guy's doing. Stud wide receiver. I don't know why he's just sitting on the couch right now. Put him in orange and blue and let's call it a day. But yeah, Connor, tell me what you think of this move, dude. You're sitting there like, <coughs> right, come on, give me something. I mean, I'm pretty much with Ben. I think, uh, I think he's a good addition for the Bears. It's exactly what they needed. They needed the, Offense. uh, the wide receivers. I mean, now Bears fans can... Uh, finally stopped talking about uh, him not having any weapons. But um, it's what the thing is, is what Justin Fields has been able to do without the weapons that they were talking about the last two games. 
and then now adding the addition of Claypool, I think uh, the Bears are finally doing what they need to do in order to try and set up Justin Fields for success. So I think I think it was the right move. I think they gave up just a little bit too much, but other than that, I think I think the trade's uh, gonna benefit them. I I did think that they should have given up a third or a fourth, not a not a second. I'm not gonna give any words on the compensation because I think it was all right. Um, T.J. Hawkinson. I was shocked by this. Move. I did the not Lions, expect this The Lions at all. are so clueless. Like, why would you trade your all-time? Like, oh my god, your all-pro tight end in the division. In the division. I mean, it's kind of like get back because the Vikings traded with the Lions up so the Lions could get James Winston or Williams, Jamie Jamison Williams. Um, so, but I don't get it. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you make that move, especially where the Lions are. That's a piece that you're gonna need, and now you have a hole there. So it was no Jared Goff's favorite target, yeah. and now he doesn't. Really now he's not there. Jared Goff's not gonna be on that team next year. Say right now. I mean, if I'm a Lions fan, I hope he's not on the team next year. I hope you draft a quarterback. Yeah, a Lions fan. They probably could. They might be the number one pick. They honestly, I would not be surprised if they're number one pick again. No, uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Sorry, we're currently watching the Harper uh, with a line drive out of left field. Home run, Phillies. That's right field. Right field. Sorry. <laughs> currently guys. watching the World Series. Um, wow. Uh, we're all cheering against the Astros. You know what you did, Houston. So, yeah, go Phillies. Okay, anyways, back to on To be it. fair, I'm not a Phillies fan, and I'm actually, I would actually like the Astros to win, but I thought that was a fun moment that Bryce Harper just sailed one out of the... Mm, that was cool. Uh, anyways, back to what we were saying. Hawkinson. Wait, 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 no, no, no. You're too rooting for the Astros? I'm not rooting for the Astros, but I'm definitely not rooting for Bryce Harper. Like he's, uh, I do not like that guy. Go ahead, Ben. Go I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I my dog's name is Astro, not because of the Astros, but <laughs> I'm rooting for. Let's go Houston. They're yeah, on the bottom is. of the one, guys. Oh my goodness. We can't get excited for a home run. We got excited like we were in the bottom of the like sixth. I had no idea what. A home, was a home run's always shot. a good home moment in the MLB. All right, back to what okay. We're uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, again, great move by the Vikings. You get Kirk Cousins to have another piece, and I've always thought Kirk seemed like that type of guy to want to have a really good tight end. He likes to target Irv Smith, but since he uh, just got. We just got word that he's out for like eight, eight to so eight weeks, to ten yeah. weeks. Really? Yeah, he's out that oh long. Uh, so Not this was another major reason why they needed to go out and get a tight end. Uh, to say it was T.J. Hawkinson is shocking. Uh, their offense should dominate teams. Yeah, they should. I have dogged on the Vikings week after week. And if they don't produce like they should, like if they're not the top scoring offense by the end of the season, they have underperformed. There's no reason that they're not. I don't not think they, the, I don't think they're gonna top scoring offense. I think is no, way no, too high. No, no, I say I say from here on. Here on, yeah. There's not, no not reason for the entire season. The Kirk Cousins is we we can't say he's a uh, just a bum of a quarterback. He's a top ten quarterback in the league. They've got Justin Jefferson. He is. I mean, he, he hasn't played that good. He's There's a top no wide receiver in the league. He is league. a top receiver in the league. They've got K.J. Osborne, who's a very good wide receiver. Three, Young wide receiver. Wide receiver. Three wide receiver. they got Thielen. Thielen, who's a dog always. And they've got Dalvin Cook. There's no reason. I think there's no reason they shouldn't be top scoring over the whole year anyways. Like, that offense, there's no 
like before this move, that offense should still be a lot better than they are, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're playing well. But I mean, I've been, I've been, been to the other top teams. I've been with, I've been with, I've been with the Vikings the whole season so far. So I mean, like I seeing them get Hawkinson, like I think, I mean, I'm definitely like, gonna, I'm I definitely gonna this. say that they're gonna be good now, but I'm not gonna give them credit for anything they've done up until then because they have not beat. They haven't really. They have not played. My very thing well. is, is the and I'm biased when I say this. I'm an Eagles fan. I have hated the whole year when we say they uh, have not played anybody this year. I saw a tweet that right now there's only like ten or so teams above 500. The NFL is mid this year when it comes to records, to where people using the argument and nothing against you, Jake, but people just in general using the argument that nobody has played anybody. There's, like, nobody to beat in the league right now except for the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs. That's fair. And now the Vikings. And now the Vikings. That's about it. About you can Eagles, argue Cowboys. The Eagles, yeah. You but could, but but then the Eagles have beaten somebody this year if you argue the Cowboys <laughs> or the Vikings. But they didn't beat the Eagles with Dak. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Cowboys fans were talking about wanting Cooper Rush, so, like, well, I mean, Well, they definitely that's don't want him now. Um, anyways, um... Think about what the Eagles Eagles did to the Vikings, though. Yeah, the Eagles the are water. yeah the Eagles are a good football team. That's they why they blew them out of the, the water. Out of the water, like that's why I don't put the Vikings up there. Like, I mean, I mean, I th- I don't think think of, okay. I don't think the Eagles blow right. them out if it's in Minnesota. I do. I ac- absolutely do. I don't. I don't think that game is. I don't understand why you're, you don't give as much respect to the Vikings. Why? What have they done too? They were up twenty-one to three on the Bears, and the Bears came back and were winning. I mean, yeah, but they still won the game. There's a lot of teams this year that have had bad games. You talked about it where the Bills let in a bad Packers team, and the Bills are considered by Vikings a lot of people the best guys, team in the, the league. People good. have those the types of games. Okay, but you got to think good, the good, type of game. The good teams game find year. a way to win, the Vi- and the Vikings are doing that right now. But you can't deny who else in the NFC is going to stop them besides the Eagles or I, the Cowboys. I get <laughs> I hate saying this, yeah, but the conference championship saying. is probably going to be. Do not put Minnesota in the conference championship. Oh it's going to be. It's yes, going to be those three teams. On paper, it should be. But the Vikings, are, dude, I'm telling you, the team is. They're built to win, and they're not going. Like, I think you guys are looking at what they have, and I'm looking at what they play like. They do not play like a good team at all. Like, they really don't. They don't play that good. I mean, you don't have to play like you just have yeah, to win the game. You just have to win the games, yeah. But I'm like I'm saying, once they get to the playoffs, like they're not gonna do anything. That team is not. Well, hopefully we don't have to look back on this when they're in the Super Bowl. But <laughs> there's a chance, honestly. But I'm I don't I don't think I'm not that high on them. Um, but yeah. So the Colts made. Did we talk about name? We didn't. Did we? No, we haven't yet. Oh, what do you What do you think, Ben? Uh, Naheem Hines needed to go. Very underutilized on this offense. Uh, I always thought that he was uh, a very good backup running back and should have been used a lot more. But they never used him, and it was very sad to just see him stand on the sideline the entire time. Great receiving uh, running back, uh, and I think uh, the Bills completely won this trade. Uh, you get an option for um, another option for Josh Allen to throw the ball to, and uh, especially out of the backfield, which they haven't had any good play out of the backfield. Devin Singletary had one good game, and that's it. And so they've needed some help there, a lot of help actually. I think that's the only position they've needed help on the offense, and they got it. 
Now, it'll be interesting to see if they'll start Naheem or if they'll start Devin Singletary. I don't know yet. Uh, in my opinion, you start Naheem because he's a receiving option for Wow. That's interesting. Uh, and he can actually – I think he runs the ball a lot better than Devin. Devin's more of a I can agree. power I can back. agree with that. I just – I don't know. I think I think the Colts underutilized Naheem Hines' whole career that they had him. Yeah, that's what like I'm I like. I do I do rate Naheem Hines. Like I feel like receiving backs like are super important right now, and I think that I think the Bills pulled off a masterclass on the Colts. I'm gonna be the honest only with you. thing there that I can that I think is how can you keep JT off the field? Like yes, they could have utilized Naheem better, but like how can you you can't justify keeping. Jonathan Taylor off. Unless you're running two backs at one time, you can't justify my, not giving My the only thing, that. though, is everyone said it, and they keep saying it, the Colts don't have any weapons and wide receivers, so why not put him in oh, as I a de- slot? I definitely think the Colts have some, some receivers there. I mean, I know people have said that, but I'm not I'm, on, the, on, the, ne- on board with that I'm hoping all. people are now trying to see that they actually do. They, they've mm. played very well. Paris Campbell's actually stayed healthy and played actually very well the last. Michael two weeks. Pittman is the wide receiver one on a lot of different teams. Yes, he is. No, I'm I'm happy that you're saying that because oh, you didn't I, say that at the beginning of the year. I've never doubted Michael Pittman. I've always been a Michael Pittman guy. I definitely did not say anything about him. I've always liked him. I don't know. I might have dogged on the Colts, but Michael Pittman is a good receiver. No, um, very good receiver. And it's but good. the trade. Uh, Naheem Hines is still under contract for three years. So to get Zach Moss, who's a third-string running back, and get a, what was it, a sixth? It was a sixth. And a sixth-round pick for a guy that's under contract Let's for another talk. three years. Oh, Naheem Hines is under contract? Yeah. For, Did they resign him? Yeah, they resigned him. Oh, my him. goodness. Wow. Colts, so got, Colts got fleeced. I thought it was the dumbest yeah. trade. They should have at least gotten a fourth for him. And Zach Moss. I was yeah. The Bears got a six when they traded Jordan Howard, but that was on his contract year. Yeah, like, he still has. He's still under contract till 2024, yeah. 2025. Wow. So uh, I thought that was dumb, uh, but great move by the Bills. Uh, I actually really want to see. I I would love to watch their next game because I think w- you'll finally see Naheem Hines be utilized as a strong role on the offense, and I'm happy for him. I think uh, he's in a much better place. Uh, I don't mean that he died, but, you know, much better place. And other uh, Colts uh, made some changes on the coaching staff. Thank God. Marcus Brady's fired. Uh, man has never been a good offensive coordinator. You know, I've always said it. Screw Philadelphia. They stole our our guy, uh, Nick Sirianni. I loved Sirianni as uh, offensive coordinator. When he was our offensive coordinator with old Phillip Rivers, they kicked, yeah, they, they kicked Donkey. Um Wow, but um, and he actually knew how to get Jonathan Taylor the ball. That was his first year, so I don't know. Um, I'm happy that they got rid of him, but I don't know how I feel about uh. It's they just said it that Frank Reich's taking over head uh offensive coordinator duties, so he's now calling plays. So I don't know how that's gonna be. And uh, honestly, I'm I'm more happy about it now that I'm thinking about it. If they do terrible on offense, he's getting fired. Yeah. So, so the win-win for the Colts, as long as they can. Do you think they should have been more sellers, though? Oh, without a doubt. I even said it. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you guys saw my no, rant, saw rant, rant. Yeah. on Twitter. 
the entire team, in my opinion, played uh, good their, to start their careers, but then once they got paid, they've given up. You've seen that all across the offensive line, Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly. I'm not going to say that about Quentin Nelson because Quentin's been having to play. Uh, du- he gets True. doubled. He has to he has to go up against the top guy each week. He's had to go up against Jonathan Allen and uh, Jeffrey Simmons and players like that. So I don't I don't dog on Quentin. Quentin's been he's done the best that he possibly can with the people around him. The fact that Ryan Kelly is still a Colt is shocking to me. Uh, I think he should have been traded. Uh, I also believe that they should have gone out and probably traded some of their defensive guys. Yannick Ngakwe, I think they should have traded. He's on a contract year, has not played well. He's had three sacks this season, and when you traded away Yassin as a Rakisin as a cornerback who hasn't played well, but he was young and up and coming for a guy that's now only gotten three sacks and barely had any pressures. It's kind of sad. DeForest Buckner's played sad this year, and previously no one could stop him, and now he's getting stopped left and right. Um, Mr. Glass in the linebacking room. Uh, <laughs> Darius Leonard finally got his first interception. Shaq. Shaq. Sorry, Shaq Leonard. Uh, man car- cares more about mental awareness than playing freaking football, which is sad in my opinion. If you're going to be in the league and get paid $20 million, stop worrying about your mental health and get out on the field. Man has broken more bones in his body than I have my entire life in two years. Uh, So, I don't know. I just think... uh, And then Stephon Gilmore gets mossed by Terry McLaurin to end the game, basically, for the Colts, which I thought was one of the... I think that's, like, all, like, completely full circle, like... It's like the entire defense, yeah, you played well, but you have to finish off the game. I'm sorry. You you could have a great game, a great game, but if you don't finish off the game, then you had a terrible game. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts are So they should have definitely sold. Uh I always after this loss, I sh- especially against the Commanders, if you lose that game, you should you won't make the playoffs. I I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I yeah. think I've told Connor this a few times. I think the Bears and the Colts are in very, very similar situations. My difference is the Bears have a quarterback. The Bears started their rebuild a year earlier, in my opinion, and I think the Colts are. I, I wouldn't think be surprised the, if they. Trade I think a lot the this Colts summer. are where the Bears were at this point last year. Honestly, I think the Bear the Colts rebuild is. Naeem Hines might have kickstarted it, but I think unfortunately. Off season, they're gonna be unloading us some stuff. Don't they're don't get me wrong to. though. Have to. Uh, I saw it this week. I think Sam's a good Sam Ellinger is a good quarterback. Uh, I don't know if he's a future for the team, but to definitely finish out the year, I think he's he's the guy that I'm done with Matt Ryan yeah. taking hits. Uh, I'm sorry, but that man is done for. He should retire at the end of the season. Um, and that's nothing against him. It's just he is 38 years old now. He can't th- uh, he can't throw the same way that he used to. He's not a running quarterback, so he's getting destroyed left and more left and right. And I hate seeing it, especially because it's kind of like him ruining ruining his career right now. And to say he's doing that on the Colts is even worse as a Colts fan. But I feel bad for him, to be honest. Yeah, well, going into the next trade, Calvin Ridley has just been traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think. Sorry, Ben. We're just going to move right on from that. No, that's fine. 
rip Matt Ryan's career. The last, like, honestly, like, the last four years have just been sad for him. But anyways, yeah, Calvin Ridley to Jacksonville. For you some... know, I've, I was kind of shocked that they were allowed to trade him. I didn't know you could trade suspended Well, players. who was it in the offseason that they had traded him? Was it Philadelphia? That they had traded him? That there was terms to trade him, and they're like... Um, he's gonna get suspended. Whatever. Oh, they there talk, was a, there was a lot of there was a lot of rumors that Philly was gonna sign Calvin Ridley. No, not so, sign him, not trade sign for him. him. Like trade for him, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been insane if they did that. And then they got AJ Brown, and he had forty points for me on fantasy. So we're not complaining by any means. Um, yeah, that's a good tr- that's a trade that I uh, don't know. I'm happy I for think it's, yeah, I'm happy, it's yeah. It's still wild to think about that he got suspended for a year. I, that's a whole different story to get into. I personally pretty sure we already talked. We talked about it last year. About yeah. he actually was suspended for betting that Atlanta would beat Jacksonville. So it's pretty yeah. You're another full circle think. moment there, and that's where he ends up. No, uh, yeah, uh, Calvin. I I honestly thought that Jacksonville did this deal because I don't think they're going to hang on to Evan Ingram in the off season because he's on a one year deal yeah. and he's actually played well. So I don't know if they want to uh, sign him. So well, they're going to need a tight end. I mean, yeah, but how bad they've been playing. Honestly, I am telling everyone this. Out of Notre Dame, Michael Ma- Michael Mayer. Meyer. Whatever. Whatever. I think it's Meyer. I thought it was, it was Mayer. Meyer. No, it's Meyer. Meyer. We're to get it taken out. Um, I remember. Michael Meyer and TJ Hogginson. Michael Meyer? That's his name. Mayer. It's Meyer, bro. I'm pretty sure it's Mayer. It's not. It's not. It's M A. That is Meyer. It's pronounced Meyer. Anyways. Cole Komet, um, Michael Meyer, um, Notre Dame Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Notre Dame is tight end to you, and I think yeah, I agree. He's gonna be pretty good eventually when he gets into the league. But yeah, I just they think he needs him, a but... he needs a quarterback, which they have that down there. Well, I don't know. I think Trevor Lawrence. I think he should be. Nah, I think he should be, but yeah, like he's just inconsistent. Yeah, he's very inconsistent. You know, he, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him. I really would like him. I, I can honestly say I want Justin Fields to be the best quarterback in that class, but I want every one of those quarterbacks to be. I want this class to be like that, like one of those classes that's remembered for like. Yeah, how but Mac Jones has fallen off. Mac Jones is. I'm not shocked that he Zach had a good year. A, Zach Wilson's pretty bad, though. Zach Wilson's very bad. And I, he was probably the one. He was, it was my rankings for the, like, as far as like who I liked, it was Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, Jones, Mills. You can throw in there. As a little honorable, <coughs> honorable mention, and Mac Jones should never have been a Pro Bowl quarterback last year. Wasn't that good? I mean, did what he did, but we're not gonna get into that. Anyways, just gonna hop through the rest of these. Bradley Chubb was traded to the Dolphins. Dolphins are making big money moves. Very good linebacking group with Jalen Phillips and yeah. Bradley Chubb. And they come to Chicago this weekend, so we're gonna get to see Bradley Chubb on the Dolphins for the first time in Chicago. It's gonna be. I think it would be interesting we'll to see, see what, how the young offensive line handles Bradley Chubb. We'll see how Justin Fields has to be carried out in an ambulance after that game. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm really scared. Honestly, I'm scared for the rest of the season for how if he's going to be able to survive. Another home run. For Alec Boehm hits home run. But, yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that one worries me a little bit. But if this offense can start playing well in the affairs – the Bears' offense is starting to win them games. Oh, my goodness. That would be just so fun. Chase Edmonds, in return, went to Denver. Probably be running back one for the rest of the season. Oh, no, they said – what did they say? Um, Hackett said that Gordon and – who's the other one that they have? Ingram. 
Williams. Oh, no, 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 no. Ingram? No, Gordon and Murray. Latavius yeah, Murray are going to be mm-hmm. co-starters, and Edmonds is going to be a third down back, and that makes no sense to me. Whatever. Well, yeah, those are kind of some trades that we wanted to touch on. And then another one, Jeff Wilson got traded to Dolphins. Obviously, with the Christian McCaffrey trade, it's probably better for him. Some guys that didn't get traded, Brandon Cooks. He um, was upset about it. He was pretty it. upset. Cam Akers is another one that was upset that he wasn't moved. David Montgomery, I was kind of surprised about. Uh, I think that is telling that they didn't trade him. I think that means they're going to re-sign him. You would almost trade him. Yeah, you would I mean, definitely yeah. trade him if, he was, if you weren't playing on that. So, oh, some teams that didn't make moves that could have made moves, just going NFC NFC teams that should have made moves. Um, we'll go Green Bay, the Buccaneers, the Rams. Those are three teams that are are like you said, the Rams especially swirling and needed yeah. to make it something. We needed to do something. Brandy Cooks would have been helpful back in um, LA. The da- Dallas was close to getting Brandon Cooks, and that fell off at the end because of how much they're paying him. So yeah, um, you guys want to get into some. Playoff predictions? Yep, that works. I think me. we can do this like let's do like um your your winners of each division and then your three wild cards. That's how I'm gonna do it. So pick your seed, like top seven seeds. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see like it. Seed, seed your four. Yeah, but like you yeah. seven seed divisions. Alright, so here's mine. Um the Eagles win the East. And I'm just gonna do it in order for how I think it's gonna play out. The Eagles win the East, San Fran will win the West, <coughs> so there's one and two. Um, um, the South. Oh my gosh, Buccaneers are gonna win the South. They'll be the four, and I'll put Minnesota at the three, just because of how yeah that's gonna have to play out. Um, five is gonna be Dallas. Six is going to be uh, Dallas. Six will be. I'm gonna give six to. Um, this is tough. I think I'm going to give six to the Giants and seven to the Seahawks. At, that's yeah, that's how bad the NFL is right now. That's my playoff predictions. Uh, for for the, the NFC. Yeah. For the NFC, I have Eagles at one. Uh, I have the Vikings at two, especially because their division's not going to be any competition for them. Um, 49ers at three. The Bucks come in at four, so I have the same divisional winners that you have. Jake, and then five Cowboys, six Giants, and then I have the Rams sneaking in at seven. I have the exact same as Connor. I'm not even lying to you. I, I literally well, just let's see it. Let's see it. Well, I don't have it down, but I was looking at the standings. Uh, yeah, Philly and Minnesota, I think, are going to uh, be one and two, of course. Uh, I think NFC South is going to be actually kind of close down to the wire, uh, but I think no team is going to be able to make a wild I don't even think the division winner will be like have the record to make a wild card I think NFC South is one of the worst divisions you see we've seen in a while yeah I don't know yeah they're pretty bad but. uh but yeah Tampa Bay coming out of there just because Tom I mean I hate saying this because I hate Tom Brady but uh he'll probably find a way to end up winning games San Fran has looked great with McCaffrey on their team now. Uh, I think he was definitely a missing piece that they needed. Um, and yeah, the rest of it. Um, Arizona could sneak in. Seattle could sneak in, which we said. Um, and the last one that I think could sneak in would be Green Bay, but Green Bay would definitely have to switch things around. Yeah, Arizona not making it. Kyler Murray um, 
COD, new, new COD game comes out too uh, too much of a bad time for him. He needs to come out in the summer. My wild card to my wild card. I have two of them, the Rams and the Bears. They're my two teams that could mess around here. The Bears got a pretty nice schedule. <coughs> these next couple games. Don't have two of Dolphins. their top defensive players, though. Yeah, but they've got Chase Claypool. Got that. Got some offense now. Let's score some points. Um, AFC, so we'll go Buffalo, Kansas City, um, Tennessee. <laughs> Buffalo, Kansas City, Tennessee. Um, where are we forgetting? We're wet. No. North. North. Uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, Tennessee, Baltimore. Um, five will be. Five is tough. Five will be the Colts. No. I don't. The Colts are going to be seven, I think, probably. Oh, my gosh. That, the AFC is wild this year. Six will be the – five will be the Bengals. Six – wow. Wow, this is tough. Six is going to be the Browns, and seven is going to be the Colts. Three AFC South teams are going to so be the Colts. Uh, so you, you don't, don't think, think the Miami Dolph- is the Dolphins oh, are going to be the playoffs? I knew I forgot <laughs> one. I knew I forgot one. Okay, so five will be Miami. Six will be Cincinnati. Another home run for the Phillies, and seven will be the Colts. All right, Ben. Ben, you go first because I want to see because I have mine already written down. Let's see if we pick the exact same. Uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, one, two, uh, Baltimore, three, Tennessee, four. You're right so far. Uh, I have Miami at five. Yeah. Then I have Cincy at six, and then I'm gonna have the Chargers at seven. You have those last two uh, only difference I have is in there. So I have Bills at one, Chiefs at two, Ravens at three, Titans at four, Dolphins at five, Chargers at six, and Bengals at seven. I think the Chargers have just a slightly easier schedule than the Bengals do on the way out, so that's why I took the uh, the Chargers. You don't think the Bengals. Bengals are going to get in? No. I think the Chargers will be the six, and then the Bengals will be seven. I'm very surprised you took the Colts. Uh, I don't have you any. Took the Colts? No, I don't oh, have I any didn't. belief in them. I don't think they have a good. I guess I'll put the. Yeah, you talk the, about. The thing is, I is forget, the Colts. I don't like giving. The Chargers are just. The Colts have the Chargers a. Chargers will be seven. Chargers will be seven for me. The Colts have a very back end schedule that's yeah. tough. Yeah. And the beginning of their schedule, they played all AFC South teams and didn't come away with a winning record. So that just shows you that if they come out and make the playoffs, it's a miracle at this point. That's why I thought they should be sellers. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think the – I think the Colts have so much on that team that they definitely could. The Colts are my wild card to the wild card. I can, that's interchangeable. The Colts could get in the Jets could get in. Those are two. I think the Jets are frauds, though. And they got so exposed by Mac Jones in New England last week. That team is not winning anything with Zach Wilson at the quarterback, but – at this rate of the way the AFC is going, there's a chance that they sneak in. Um, NFC top ten. Just wanted to. You go. mean the NFL probably? No, just oh yeah, let's do NFL instead of the NFL NFC. top ten. Yeah. Um, this is gonna hurt feelings. Now we don't. We, Eagles are number one. I have I have Eagles at one. That's not that's not a discussion. I would have came off the hill, but some stuff happened. So Buffalo is one. Eagles are two. Kansas City is three. Um, Kansas City is three. Miami is four. Um, let's think here. I would not put Miami is four. Baltimore is five. Where are we at now? 
We're one at horse, five. So you don't have. I'll have Minnesota at six. And then I'll go. Wow, this is so. San Francisco at seven. Wow. You have San Fran above uh, Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Cowboys. Oh, I forgot to put the Cowboys. No, I didn't. Because Cowboys in the playoffs. Cowboys are. What did I put? Um, Minnesota was six. What did I put? Okay, so I put. Okay, so move everything back. So Cowboys at four. Dolphins at five. Minnesota at. Oh, who am I forgetting here? Gosh dang, I should have just wrote it down. All right, we're going to restart this. Buff, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas, Miami, Minnesota, San Francisco. Did I say Baltimore? No, not yet. Baltimore, Cincinnati, New York, Giants. Um, number one, I have Philly. Number two, the Bills. Three, the Chiefs. Four, the Vikings. Five, the Cowboys. Um, six, I'm going to go Dolphins. Uh, seven, I'm going to go Niners. Eight, I'm going to go Ravens. Nine, we'll go, we'll go Bengals. And ten, we'll go Chargers. No, whoa, whoa. Said that completely wrong. Ten will go, uh ten will go to the Giants, nine will go to the Bengals. Sure. Even though I was not impressed with the Bengals, but eventually towards the end of the season they should get Jamar Chase back after a couple weeks here. But yeah. Well you got them. You gotta go Eagles number one. Gotta, gotta go. Seven and oh. Buffalo, Kansas City, which uh I think one and two, is, that's my Super Bowl prediction is Buffalo versus uh, Philly. Uh, so we're at four now. Four I'll have uh, be Minnesota. Five Dallas. Then uh, six is Baltimore. Seven uh, Miami. Eight. Um, I'll give eight to San Fran. I forgot about San Fran. Um, I'll give nine to the Giants. And ten. Ten will have Tennessee because they're a division leader. Oh, I forgot to put Tennessee in mine. Tennessee will be ten for me. I do think they're better than the Bengals considering Bengals' last game. Um, yeah, so... Going to uh, some NBA news, we got Steve Nash has just been fired by the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, they said it was mutual, but I mean, what Steve Nash wasn't able to do anything with a team that has a lot of talent. I think so I don't see any like, reason why it's it should like have been we done. Really want you to leave? We just agree to leave. Yeah, like we're gonna be nice about it and say, hey, you can leave. We prefer, uh, we prefer you leave. You can say it was mutual, or we're just going to fire you, and we'll say you, we fired Honestly, you. let's be honest here. Who would want to coach that team? Yeah. You got Kevin Durant, crybaby Durant, who... can't. St I can't stand Who cares nuts. more about Twitter than he does on the basketball court. You got uh, Mr. Anti-Semitism, whatever, how to say it, uh, Kyrie Irving. It's just a uh, and then you got uh, Ben Simmons, who's scared to shoot a basketball. Completely fell off. So he's he is off the cliff on the ground right now. 
That's where Ben Simmons is. I think yeah, Ben Simmons is in a rough place. I think it's one of those things that yeah, you might see it as he was fired and they could be lying to you about how everything went down, how it was mutual. But me, if I was Steve Nash, I would want to get the hell out of there. Are you kidding me? That's fair. That, yeah, that that's true. That's fair. It might be a little bit mutual. Especially after all like Kevin Durant and Kyrie have said about Steve Nash, about especially Kevin Durant, about like supposedly wanting him out. There's a there's a chance that really was mutual, honestly. Um, NBA, other news, the Bulls are currently winning, I hope. We've got the game on in the background as well. Currently playing the Brooklyn Nets. Playing the Nets. Um, scores coming up. No, they're down. They're down, fifty-two to fifty-eight. But the Nets don't have Ben Simmons, so so they're Nets, gonna win. So the Nets will probably win this game. Um, I've really got nothing on them. Uh, all I can say is the Pacers are really good at getting rid of head coaches. I mean, the last game that uh, is it Ty Lue that played <laughs> that was the coach for Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, his last game that he coached before he was fired was against the Pacers. So. I mean, Benedict Matherin has already entered the league, and he's already taken already taken names at this point. Already getting coaches fired, so love that from him. Uh, I think uh, I might get some hate from people. Uh, say it, say it, say it. Uh, I think right now, watching the NBA, this is only three weeks into the NBA, so granted things could change. Uh, uh, I think it's a two-team... What the hell is he wearing? Okay, genuinely, he, Ben Simmons looks like a grandma right now. <laughs> ben Simmons is on the bench wearing some weird clothes. Not, um, sure. Not sure what's going on there, anyways. Uh, I think right now, if you look at it, Rookie of the Year is down to a two, two-man two race already yeah. between Paolo and Benedict. And to be honest, Benedict's coming off the bench, so if he were to start, then I think it would be a lot closer. But Paolo is uh, killing it down in... Uh, Orlando, which I always thought I always had Paolo as the best guy coming into it. Oh, mm-hmm. Guys, I did. No, I agree with you, but I think it's way too early to call this a two-man race. And well, Jaden Ivey, he plays well, but I don't. Guys, but so he has, but he has more right. people around him than. The scene is Paolo. Who like there's that Orlando team is Paolo. Paolo will win rookie Jabari of the year unless he gets injured. Jabari Smith hasn't done anything. I'm not. I'm not arguing who is in the top, who should be right now waiting. I'm just saying it's awfully early to call it a two-man race. No, but right now. I'm saying right now. And I think Benedict Mazurin has played very well early, but like guys like Jay Nivey, guys like Keegan Murray, those guys are going to come alive. I think, and I think. No, but you got to think about it. It's not just later on. It's about how you play throughout the entire season. If you have a bad start. That's gonna put you behind to start off the season. We've seen we've seen it happen b- before with, I think it was the Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell. Whenever they were going at it, Donovan Mitchell didn't start the year that well. I could be butchering this completely. I'm you pretty sure it was are. two of them. It was them too. It was them too. But uh, Donovan was falling out. And it wasn't yeah, but Ben Simmons year. was a lot better in the beginning of the season than he was at the end of the season, mm. and Mitchell was a lot better at the end of the season than he was at the beginning. And they gave it to Simmons, who was better in the first half Simmons of the season. Was, I don't think Mitchell was better than Simmons by the end of the year. I know playing Simmons, better. I don't think so. I think Ben Simmons played it pretty well. His his rookie year, he was pretty good. Rookie yeah. year. Yeah, I know. There's an asterisk there. I think Donovan Mitchell should have won the award because he was actually a rookie. I think that's kind of defeats the purpose of the Chet's award. Chet's gonna get that. Uh, give it to someone that's been on the in the league for. Yeah, Chet's gonna get that. Ah. Uh, 
Uh, Victor. Victor. <laughs> Victor oh. Wimbledon. That's gonna. Oh my gosh. Forgot about uh, that. Tank for Victor in Indiana right now. Damn. The thing is, is, you don't even have to tank though. You just gotta not make the playoffs and. You just gotta be like, no, you gotta, you be, gotta like be around five. that five or so yeah. to where you got a chance to get it. But uh, Miles Turner situation, it looks like it looks like it's getting worse before it gets any better right uh, now. So I mean, I disagree. When everything can go well for the Pacers, like there's always. There's I've be been something. seeing things that uh, Woj took his words completely against. That's him. true. Well, number one, if you're an NBA analyst, you should never talk trade with. Uh, with a player, player yeah, that's that's, that's number one crossing the line. You should never talk trades, which, but again, I was shocked to see Turner even talk about it because on media day, Turner said, uh, "This is the only time I'm going to talk about it." But I'm an Indiana Pacer, and I'm hoping to stay an Indiana Pacer. That's what he said at the beginning, and he said, "I'm not going to talk about the trades at all." But then, as soon as he gets into Brooklyn, man starts talking about how. Uh, they should give up the two first-round picks. But I think that's just him um, talking himself up. I don't think it was him saying, trade me. I think it was him yeah. saying, I'm worth that, so you better yeah. give it up. And and he did, he did say in the podcast, if you look at like some of the other stuff he said, he talked about how he is happy in Indiana and wants to do well here. Uh, talked about his relationship with Halliburton and how good of a player he thinks he's going to become. It's just it's a situation where... I actually, I really, really want Miles to succeed in Indiana. Like I no, want him. He to had be a very a pacer. good game on prime time. So I want him to be a pacer. It's just a situation. I think we've done him dirty, in some ways, as an organization. I don't think we've been as transparent with him as we should be. So I mean, the <coughs> situation is just tough as it is. And but I, I hope he stays in Indiana Pacer. I hope he plays really well the rest of the season and signs a new contract. Well, the only thing is, is the Pacers are gonna. Uh, they're gonna make trades, without a doubt. I don't see why they hang on to the players that they hang on to, um, especially Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald has balled out to begin the season, and I mean, he oh, is, he's played really well. I think he's averaging twenty points and shooting above fifty percent from the three point line, and uh, it see, just it really sucks that the Pacers aren't like closer to anything right now because I I like Buddy Heald a lot. I really like Buddy, but, but you can't. He's just not. It's in, twenty million he's too dollars. Old, unfortunately. That, yeah. If he was if he was twenty five, we'd how old saying, is he? Is he thirty? Thirty. He is thirty. Oh my gosh. Um, but crazy. he came out of college late. Yeah. He was twenty three or twenty four when he was drafted. He was a baller in the tournament. Uh, but baller. Uh, Buddy's probably gonna get traded, and I hate saying this because TJ McConnell's a fa- fan favorite, but he's probably yeah. gonna get traded. You can't leave TJ on this team, especially with how well Nimhard's been playing, um, as a rookie. Uh, but you would you would expect it. Um, so so, I think you keep a guy like him around. Honestly, I mean, I I really. How old is he? How old? Is, he's also thirty or thirty one. I think you keep him around. I think he's just a veteran presence and but a you leader. That James been, Johnson. You don't have to play him. You can sit know, him on the bench. Like, James Johnson. He's worth I don't know. Seven million dollars. McConnell. Yeah. And I think I think McConnell can go other places and play, coming off the bench. So. It's not that McConnell isn't better. McConnell is definitely better than Nimhart. It's the fact that you drafted a guy and you wanted, and you even said it, you want him to develop. And if you play McConnell over him, you're not developing him. So uh, I've always liked McConnell and I wanted McConnell to stay. I was kind of shocked. Love McConnell. I was shocked by the Nimhart pick, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm happy to see him playing well, don't get me wrong. Um, But yeah. uh, but it depends on how well Turner plays. If Turner 
keeps playing well. I don't know. I could see them moving on from Turner if they get a lot from him. Uh, but if they don't get a lot from him, then like if uh, if he plays well and they don't think that they're getting enough for him, then re-sign him. But uh, I hope Turner plays well, even though you know my mom's against Turner. Every, everyone mm-hmm. I meet a uh, Miles Turner hater. Talk to talk to Gail Bailey. Shout out, shout out, Gail Bailey. Shout out, Gail. Um, wait, what you got? Just uh, anybody else got any more NBA news that they want to add? No, I've got nothing NBA. Nothing. All right. uh, Lakers finally won a game. Yeah, congrats to them on winning their very first game of the season. One so, in five. One in five. Uh, Jake, what do you got for your college pick'em? Did um, you win week. last week? I did win last yes. week. Who'd you Absolute pick? blowout. I, I took Kansas State over Oklahoma. They won yeah. Oklahoma uh, State. 40, Oklahoma State would they win forty nine to zero. Yeah, I was. I was. I, I said I was. Uh, since I wasn't here, I, but I talked to Connor on Saturday, I think, and I said he, you should have taken Notre Dame or the Kansas State game. And I, took, Kansas State I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't listen. It's a, you didn't even no. listen. Wow. All right. Um. Today we're gonna major upset. Notre Dame's gonna beat Clemson. Yeah. Let's go. I was hoping. I saw that Fight one on your computer, Irish, and I was. Baby. I was Irish. hoping you were gonna say. I'm that. riding. I'm riding that Clemson is not gonna win. Clemson is so. Clemson's a team that is so overrated, in my opinion. Too. DJ is not good. He's not a good. He's not. Uh, you got but, Michael Mayer. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's that. I want, yeah, one last week. Sitting at three and four. This is a this is a good week to get back 500. I mean, up, picking upsets-wise, three and four. If you want to stay around 500, that's pretty good when it comes to – you're picking upsets. You're expected to not get it. Uh, I also so. see IU beating Penn State this week. Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Purdue playing anyone ranked? Uh, probably not. Uh, no. Purdue doesn't play anyone ranked for the rest of the year. Dang. Well, we're we're hoping we're hoping for some uh, Indiana magic. Uh, here's my hot take: IU's not gonna win another game for the rest of the year. I mean, I would not surprise me. Three and zero. They were three and zero though. That's, yes, sir. Should have crowned um, them. Should have crowned them. Well, two what we ago. should talk about here is uh, Texas and Kansas State is another game that you should probably watch closely. You should, but Texas Texas is playing and down Arkansas bad. versus Liberty. Arkansas will probably end up winning that game. Texas is playing way down right now. They sh- but they, they got Ewers. Yeah, and Ewers couldn't even beat Oklahoma State. And if you're not turning on Georgia and Tennessee, I don't know what you're doing. That will be a fun game to Boys, watch. Boys, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. I'm either <laughs> going to the Bears game or I'm driving to Athens, Georgia Friday night. <laughs> There's a serious, serious chance I drive to Athens, Georgia. Have I'm, a nice, uh, what is that, 10, 10, 12 hour drive? No, it's about 7 or it's 8. It's 9 and a half. Yeah. I was right with I've, I've driven my fair share to Georgia. Yeah, we're going to. Oh, I want to do it so bad, but. Is it uh, Notre Dame games at 7, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you'll have a nice day watching college football switching from uh, the Tennessee game to. Which, honestly, I hate saying this, but Georgia hasn't played anyone, so I think Tennessee is better prepared for it, so I could see them coming out and playing. Georgia's better. predicted to win. I could see Tennessee winning them. I think I think Georgia will win. It'll be very close. But I think it'll be very close. I think Tennessee wins the game. I'm with you, dude. Tennessee got ranked number one today. I did tell you earlier that they. You were literally ranked. said Tennessee was going to lose earlier. <laughs> I always said that, but there's a big chance they lose. I think they're going to win though. <coughs> Ohio State should be number one. 
I mean, rank they've, your top they, three. They've, rank and, your they, top. and they've played competition. Like, I think they Ohio really State have. should be number one. They have. They've played some, I mean. They've played Notre Dame. <laughs> and Penn State. <laughs> I I just said they should be number one, and then I just. Well, I don't think Tennessee should be number one, because in my opinion. Tennessee and Georgia are one and two in Ohio State. I don't State's think three. a team, and this is so bad to say, but I don't think a team that is not an established program should be able to just jump the rankings like this. Like, and granted, they are playing very well, but I don't. Well, they think had a good season last year. So you know who yeah. the last team to beat them was? Purdue. Purdue. Boiler up. In the heard, that, heard, heard that one from Purdue fans before. How you gonna hit on it? I beat them. Not, I'm beat not gonna them. hate on it. I'm just saying I've heard that from a fair bit of my oh, Purdue all, fans. All I know is Hinton Hooker is the next quarterback for the Colts. Mm. All right. Um, you hear that? What? Said Hinden Hooker is the next quarterback for the Colts. I think he's probably the best quarterback in the draft because I think Bryce Young's a fraud and I think CJ Stroud's a fraud. We're just going to end college football. football on no, that. come on. Um, Justin Fields is going to be the only successful Ohio State quarterback for the next 10 years. Okay, moving on to <laughs> pigskin pickup yeah. here. Um, <laughs> okay. It's another week, another dub. Can uh, we make sure you won, won this week? Can we make sure you won? I went 7 and 8. Yeah, I think I went 12 and 4. Where'd you win? Where'd you go, Jake? Me? I want you got last. Uh, first week or? What? First week you been, uh, yeah. came in last, yeah. Wait, what's the scoring? What's this one? Uh, one second. Let me make sure. Ben, you. There were six games. We should have looked at this. It's this one. Not this one? Oh, it's this one. I moved it. You're right. Did you already look at this? So the Colts, so um, Connor got one there. Dallas, Ben and Connor, so Ben's at one. Connor at plus two. two. Oh, wait, yeah, you're at two, Ben's at one. Vikings. Plus three. Plus three, two. Texans, you took the Texans, we both took the Titans, so I'm at one. It's one to three here. Wait, does he have three? No, I got two. Yeah, he's got two there. Um, Rams, 49ers, you took the Rams, I took the Niners, so now we're both at two. And the last one was Jets, Patriots. You guys both took the Jets. I took the Patriots. But I got plus two on you. Yeah. And you got plus one on me. I got three. You got four. Yeah. Was just oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. Yeah. Now another week, two. another win. Uh, we'll no, no, we'll look at twice. the... Another week, another win. We'll look at the tallies here. Third time. <laughs> Let's check it out. Um, let me find the score. All right. So, currently, Ben's at two, three, four, five... Six, seven and a half is where Ben's at. Eight. No. Why did I? Why do I have one right there? Uh, we're we're remember we're off a week here because we screwed up that, so we got to mark it here. Yeah, pal. Uh, there we go. All right, so you're at two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven and a half. I'm at one. I'm at two, three, four, five, six. I'm coming. Connor's at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, ten and a half. Okay. Kind of good lead. Good but I'm cooking. Lead. I'm cooking lately. All right. Uh, going into our picks this week. Um, pretty pivotal week. I mean, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be tough to pick. A lot of trades, obviously, that's happened. So, gonna be a, uh, new faces on new teams. So the first game we have going into week nine of the NFL is a Thursday night matchup. With the team that's won one game and team that's won seven, and the Eagles versus the Texans, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. I think we're all going Philly. 
I'm gonna go Philly. I mean, you guys can go Houston if you want. I'd appreciate it. No, I don't know why I would pick against Philly. All right, next. Um, Chargers at Atlanta. I'm gonna go Atlanta. I'm gonna go with Chargers. I got the I got the Chargers. You bums. Um, Dolphins at the Bears. I'm gonna go Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna go Dolphins. Um, the Panthers at the Bengals. Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals. I don't I don't love the Bengals right Who now, is it? but Who is it? Panthers at the pa- at the yeah, Bengals. I'm go Bengals. Um, ooh, yeah, no. Green Bay at uh, Detroit. Yeah, Green Bay at Detroit. Mm, it's I a divisional game in Detroit. I got Detroit. You could see Detroit win in the game. I got Detroit. You could, but I'm gonna go with the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Green Bay here. I got Detroit. I've regretted taking the Packers so many times, and I literally hate them, but. I really want Detroit to win too, so I won't be mad. You got Detroit, Ben? Yep. Alright. Uh, they lost TJ Hawkinson, um, but I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure? You just yeah. said they lost TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Okay. What's next? Um, Colts at the Patriots. I'm going to go the Patriots. You go. Uh, I have a surprise right here. I think the Colts might bounce back. Especially from all the hate really that they've hate gotten this week. Up. Have you ever taken not the Colts? Yeah, yeah. You, have. you did. What that was Kansas a Chiefs City, game, and they, they won. won that game. So we'll see what happens. So I'm. This one's so tough. I'm gonna take New England. I just think if they start Mac Jones, they're gonna lose. I think Bailey Zappi has played good, even though he did have that one very bad game against Chicago. Please stop right now. Stop. Right he now. threw three picks. Stop right now. You can't say that he had a bad game. When you can people. say that Mac Jones is not that bad of a quarterback. I mean, he's been pretty bad this year, but the Jets were 5-2, and two and they just beat him. No, but they sat him against Chicago because he couldn't move the damn ball. First game back from injury. I didn't agree with the move, but they're winning. So. Bills at the Jets. I'm going to go Buffalo. Bills. Bills. Vikings at the Commanders. I'm going to go Vikings. Vikings. Queens. Raiders at the Jaguars. Both teams are two and six. Jaguars. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. I'm gonna go Raiders. I am going to go with the Raiders. Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. I got the cards. Cardinals can somehow not figure out how to win at home, so I'm gonna go with Seattle. They're at home? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Arizona. Oh my gosh, that one's so tough. That one needs a toss-up game, in my opinion. That one is so hard. I got Arizona based off they uh, they have more talent than that team. They should win. Yeah, they've got Hop back. I'm gonna go Arizona. Rams at the Buccaneers. You at Seattle? Yes. I got Rams. And you at Arizona? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams here. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay. That's good. That's a good pick, honestly. Week of recovery for uh, Tom Brady after it was official. Uh, Titans at the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Arrowhead. Chiefs. Chiefs. Is that Sunday Night Football? No. Uh, yes. Yep. Right. And Monday Night Football, Ravens versus the Saints in Ravens. New Orleans. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Go. See, Baltimore always loses these games. 
every year they lose one of those primetime games against a team they shouldn't lose to. Like last year it was Miami. A couple years before it was Miami. Like there's just <coughs> But I'm gonna go Ravens. And when it comes down to it, we've last year we had six games that mattered. This week we have one, two, three, four. I'm going to switch my pick and go Chargers instead of Atlanta. So I'm not worth that. It's not a good enough game for me to risk it. Uh, risk a win. So we've got four games. Packers, Patriots. Wait a minute. Oh, boy. God bless me. Okay, so me and Connor. <laughs> Packers, Patriots, Raiders, Rams. Connor, we've got one game. If, if Well, we had to, and now you're changing your picks well, after we've done them. Quit complaining, dude. Do you want me to be logical or do you want me to try to win here? <laughs> like, come on. Chargers are going to win that game. It's the Young Hoo Koo revenge game after they cut him. But, yeah. So, four games that matter here. Um, so, really, only one matters for us. What about me and Ben? All of them are different. That's between all. The only game that, we have, that me and Ben have the same is... Um, Wait, you took Detroit. Yeah. So that one, Detroit, Colts, Jacksonville. All of our games are different except one. It's gonna be interesting. What's what's our difference? The Ram, uh, the Rams game. Okay, I'll back that. Back that. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Unless there's anything you guys want to add before we sign off for episode nine. Um, nothing really. I've got. I've got some stuff in the works maybe a little bit um just some guys that i've talked to that would be interested in getting getting on you know i'd like to do that again after we had the wonderful fabulous connor ray on the show a couple weeks ago I'd like he'll be to, coming back he'll be coming back yeah we'll get him back on before before the end of the nfl season around combine time too probably probably make a few more appearances honestly but there's a couple guys that i've been especially because he's a college football guy yeah so yeah that's all i got though episode 10 next week episode 9 that's his been it Treat yourself to some football this weekend. We'll see you guys on episode 10. See you. See you, bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of From the Rafters podcast. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters for all updates and alerts you're not going to want to miss.